What is up? It's your boys here. Too many fucking jams coming at you. <laughs> Travi fucking smokes. Dead ass, dude. Fucking big vape clouds over here. <laughs> um, just kidding. This is new. This was just... Video. We have video now. What's up, YouTube? This is going to be new for 2019. Travis and I, we're just going over some stuff. We did it. This is our final episode of season one. We made it. We made it. We uh, we made equipment to do a, an episode every other week for the entire year, and this is the final one, and we fucking did it, dude. We Good set work. a goal, and we achieved it. And we said that we've, we've said this to many people, that this podcast was as much accountability project as it was a creative endeavor, as it was... You know, for our own personal growth. So, a couple bud heavies here. Let's uh, let's get this nice open on. In it, in it. Ooh, crisp. Ooh. There we go. How's that go down? <sighs> Cheers. Pretty fucking good. Um, so this is it, our final episode. We are gonna go back through history. We're gonna talk about all our tops from the year. We're gonna talk about the future. We're gonna talk about season two and what's to come. And uh, should we get into it, Verno? Let's get into it. Jam on, Vern. And uh, jam on, Robbo. Let's go. Let's oh! go. <laughs> A little early. I gotta say, we fucked that intro up big time. Yes, that, but also you being the palateless freak that you are. <laughs> yeah, what about what about me? I was expecting these beers to be warm. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I'm not a savage. Funny enough, I actually do like warm beer. I'm sorry, I said it. But it's nice that these are crispy cold. So we have a couple crispy cold ones. Let's get right into it. Robbie and I made a list of our top tens from 2018. We did a top ten, a top ten. Uh, looking back, um, we are going to go through so our favorite song, band, our favorite memory, our favorite concert we've been to, and our favorite concert we played. Our biggest achievement, our turkey of the year. Turkey of the year, if you're uh, if you're unfamiliar, is just our biggest fuck up. Um, our favorite slangs, our resolutions. Let's get into it, Rob. What's uh, what's your Spotify recap looking like there? Okay, so Spotify. I guess we'll start with the stats. Forty thousand five hundred fifty-four minutes. If you're wondering, that's a month of listening time. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a bit. Um, six thousand and four songs, and my artist with the. The most common sign, I guess it is. It tells or, you the astrological sign. Yeah, the of astrological your... sign of the artist that was you had most in common was Scorpio. Uh, my favorite song was Angel by Sticky Fingers. Favorite band, Angus and Julia Stone. And my favorite concert that I went to I had to be Future Islands in London. That was fantastic. I've been waiting on you. <laughs> that guy's such a freak. I love he's, him. He's crazy. You know what? 
If you haven't, I suggest you go see them live because they are fantastic. And also, if you haven't noticed, a bit of a recurring theme with my music is that a lot of the people I listen to are Australian. Oh, so, dude, same. I'm, I'm looking at my things lots here. Lots of good stuff coming out of Australia. My most listened to song was a song called Big Words by Soul Jam. I know nothing about that band. I'm pretty sure they're Australian. I um, think they are. I listened to 13,000 minutes. So comparing to Robbie's 40,000, how the fuck do you listen to that much music? I feel like I listen to I it just, all the time. Yeah, I just have it going at all times of the day anything uh, I'm doing an interesting stat that I don't think you brought up but it said my 60% of my artists are non-mainstream artists I so list- what does that mean what qualifies like, you to be mainstream versus non-mainstream I don't know ask fucking Elon Musk or whoever makes Spotify probably <laughs> probably around like a like a certain amount of streams or um, like yearly streams or something whatever anyway my artists are Gemini um, we have to look into the meaning of this later uh, I'm a Leo what are you I'm a Taurus. A Ford Taurus? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I know nothing about astrological signs. So, I mean, all you... My uh, knowledge ends at ass. Dead ass? <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass, dude. Um, my favorite band... Okay, it, it says... Uh, my top bands... I don't know, like... My top bands were Sticky Fingers. Um, Wait, also, one more comment on that. On the signs. It said... Scorpio for my artists, but also it only listed two artists that were Scorpios. <laughs> so I don't know how how accurate that is. The accurate that is. Um, yeah. But like all the bands I listen to are pretty similar, like Catfish and the Bottleman Gang of Youths. I want to give a shout out to the the fact that in my most listened artists, one, two, three, three of them uh, of the five were our friends. So big shout out to Loud Luxury for making my top listen artists. Really, eh? Oh yeah, Wise Beats. Um, shout out to my boy Wise. I love that guy's raps. That's why the first concert we did, I I, I begged him to come do the yeah the closeout. And uh, he was great at that concert. I know. I love the okay, king. Yeah, back him. Um, and Ezra Jordan, obviously our main man. We had him on the show. Um, we've also listened to obviously like Scott Goodwin and. Uh, our buddy Luke Hauer, but I guess they didn't make it into the top. Sorry, boys, gotta start listening more. Um, let's go to favorite memory of the year. What you got? Favorite memory of the year was a music video. That was something. Let's go. That was that was so fun. Night after Trav's sister's wedding, and I I thought I was gonna be much more dead. Dead ass than I, than I was, but uh, that was so fun. We showed up there, and the they had so many crew members, like beyond anything that Travis and I were expecting. They had they had a person for everything, you know. They had lights, we, yeah. they had camera, they had makeup, they had wardrobe, they had set designer, they had director, everything. They and had it, a, a a mural artist do a mural in the basement of the house. So not to spoil too much of the video, but basically one of our our friends who's a home builder who we're going to have on the episode as well, or sorry, who we're going to have on the- A future episode. On a future episode. Uh, He was just like, dude, I'm demolishing this nice house in Lawrence Park. He's like, you guys should shoot a music video there. You can do whatever you want. So not to spoil too much of it, but we basically had a graffiti artist do an entire mural in a basement room. We emptied out the pool in the backyard- uh, cement pool. You know, it's kind of a shame. I was thinking back on that, that that artist spent like all morning doing that graffiti and we filmed maybe two short clips in it. No, no. Because you, Actually, you, you, you know did what? your whole scene in there. 
your whole like single anyway yeah i mean you know what and tompkins did a sick time lapse did mm-hmm. you see that yeah which is also very cool so so favorite memory was definitely for me as well partly shooting this video because it was the same weekend as my sister's wedding i'm going to be honest my sister's wedding was the best day of my life so far like um, your life well i don't know just like I, in terms of like big. big happy moments in my life like my sister found a husband I love them. The wedding was so cool. It was so well done. I, I've, I've been telling people I'm a pretty emotionless guy, um, and I felt real emotion for the first time. Like for like the first moment of my life, I didn't care at all about anything else other than like my sister and her husband's happiness. And uh, it was such a special day. And then all our friends and family were there. We ended up partying all night long into the next morning, which was our music video shoot. So I pulled an all-nighter before the music video, not one hour of sleep, I was wrecked. Luckily, we had a makeup artist. Yeah. And that whole music video, man, we felt we were famous. Like there was behind the scenes photographers, makeup wardrobe, it was a 12-hour shoot, crew was rolling in and out, like. It was pretty cool. Dude, it was It was wicked. so fun, I, I loved being the center of attention for, for, for that day. <laughs> Imagine, imagine uh, what the future is like when you when you become like a big famous artist. Like that's your life. That'd be so dope. Um, so definitely. And I think it. Oh, here's my phone going. Hold on one second. Later. Um, and I th- I think it worked out. The partying all night kind of worked in your favor because the the emotion that was captured for the scenes was dead on was dead ass on <laughs> dead ass it was on. raw unfiltered yeah the the crew was like they were like holy fuck like you're you acting these act. scenes out so well and i'm like i can't feel anything right now <laughs> so maybe the key to being a good actor is being emotionless and like not being able to feel a thing i mean good thing you're not a narcoleptic like oh, me or else you, you would have you know how hard that day was man i am telling you I remember imagine. how many times i came up to you and was like i'm in hell <laughs> yeah like i'm in my own hell like i uh, uh yeah. anyway um Let's go to our favorite uh, concerts from the year. You brought me to this band, Gang of Youths. Yeah. I'd listened to a few of their songs, and they weren't even, they had one good song I liked. They weren't even on my radar. And you're like, no, just come see them live. Uh, What bar was that at? Um, It was at Velvet Underground. Velvet Underground. We got up real close to the front, and this band rocked my fucking dick off. Clean. I've, you know what? I've, I've never taken you a bad show, eh? Nope. Every time something like either interesting oh. happens or dude, no, fuck that concert. The best concert you took me to was, uh, okay, the, the Gang Youth concert was the best concert I've been to. Just so much like emotion, good band. We end up seeing them again. But on Robbie's birthday, Robbie drags me to a lot of weird concerts. Um, uh, it, you might Stuff hear that always happens. You might hear next episode. Uh, we're releasing a special Christmas bonus episode uh, where we just got drunk and told a big story but that oh yeah was, that was one of those that times. was one of those times you brought yeah. me to a concert another time robbie on his birthday was like trav come out to this band called pond and i'm like fuck you all right and, uh, and just to give a little context for anyone who doesn't know the band pond they're they're kind of like a sister band to team impala they've got a lot of uh members that play in team impala and they have this side band pond which is also kind of similar genre type psychedelic rock deal yeah which was a great they were a great band but uh the opener was this guy kieran j callanan yeah that's it i want you to google it he's an australian cowboy hipster indie rocker 
Um, one of the weirdest guys. Weird dude. Uh, it, I I could not believe what I was at. He was going up there just making noises. He did he did one song uh, where he told his band to go off stage, no instruments, and he told the crowd to imagine instruments. And uh, he started rocking out and like doing like weird like he was like like as if there was a song playing like moving his body so weird. And then he, the song was called the toddler, and he's like, I'm the toddler. <laughs> And he's like dancing and snapping and like clapping his hands. He's like, I'm the motherfucking toddler. And we're sitting there. I'm like, Rob, what the fuck is this? I haven't, like, this, he, he dragged me <laughs> to the no, show. I had no idea either that this guy was opening. And that was the first, like, encounter with his music and this guy. And he had the weirdest band, like, dynamic Google going it. on. Just Google his videos. We'll, we'll throw, you know what? We'll throw the toddler in the show notes because it's worth watching to the see toddler. it. So you can actually get a sense for what this was like um also this may or may not be true um but i have this weird memory because we were pretty fucked up but we were talking with the band outside after because it was yeah. a pretty small show yeah and i forget if one of the people we were with or somebody was like he just whipped his dick out or something after the show um i can't i remember it pretty vividly i remember uh, most dick things that happened in my life yeah um and i remember that so i'm gonna go with it happened. it rings a bell it rings a bell doesn't it it might have been like one of the people we were with just said or it was it either happened there or someone said it happened to them yeah with this guy like whipped it out on stage like, i wouldn't be surprised um weird dude okay um biggest achievement of the year um like i'm gonna i know yours is more general yeah and ours are pretty similar so i'm just gonna pick a specific thing a really big thing that happened for me this year is uh I got I got the part in a mainstream Bud Light commercial. Not a big deal. That was big for you because you know what? Because you were going to so many of these auditions for yeah. these parts, and then you finally landed one, and it was one of the sort of more uh, like substantial Premier. parts. I was, yeah, dude. Right? I was I was a uh, I forgot what the main actors' names are in videos, primary or something like that. But it was I got paid like two grand. I was on set for 12 hours. We had our own like food service, hair, makeup. Um, it was a pretty big part, and especially I have no acting experience. I'd only been to like eight auditions by that point, and I land a principal. That's at a principal role, and it was on mainstream TV all summer. I saw it yeah. all summer on sports channels. Um, so like, I'm kind of fucking. Uh, I'm kind of a big deal, not a big deal. Big deal. That does that does lead me to my turkey though. I could probably go into that real quick. Oh yeah, that's okay. Dive into that. Okay, so the only reason why I have agents and even got these additions is because one of our family friends is a famous actress. Um, she's in a lot of movies and stuff like that, and we're really close with their family. And I just like, I was just like, I really want to try acting. Like I love it, and and this year was a year of like doing and figuring things out. So we reached out to this our family friends, and they, uh, I'm not going to name any names, but. Um, the, the mom of uh, this girl that's an actress is an absolute saint and she basically was like oh yeah you want to be you want to do some acting went right to the agency that manages her daughter and was like please help this kid out get some roles represent him um, and uh, it was a bit of a rough start like they brought me in really reluctantly they're like fuck we have to help this loser out I came <laughs> in with long hair and a beard they're like you're uncastable um, and then you tried uh, you tried shooting your own. Yeah, they said send in your headshots your and headshots, uh, a yeah. video reel of you acting, and that's like f so much money to do. I did it myself, 
and I sent it in and and uh, let's just say I didn't hear back from them for like three <laughs> months. And the the mom of, of our family friend or the I guess kind of like when you shoot your shot and you just get oh I I it was bad and uh, <laughs> they she she kept on them was like give them another chance. I got professional headshots done by our, our buddy Braden Hedrickson, and. Um, and then finally they started sending me to roles once I had enough thing, did about eight auditions and I got a part, which is a really big deal. Like it's, uh, they were like, whoa, like that's that's a big deal um, to get a part that soon, especially without a resume. Been working with these people for a year. My turkey is, I was bartending an event during fashion week and my face blindness finally caught up Prasapa, 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 Prosopopagnosia. Prosopopagnosia. That's it. Okay, yes. I don't know if I'm actually face blind or just I have a bad memory with faces, but um, I fucking forget them. I, I forget entire people, and it's nothing about the person. Um, these agents have done a lot for me, uh, and I, I bump into these people at a party uh, or at this bartending event. I'm walking through the crowd with some product, and they go, Travis, like, what's up? And this happens to me all the time. Travis, what's up? And I have no fucking clue who it is for some reason. My my things don't click. The, the pathways aren't there. And I'm... Wait, I, when I'm around, I save them the odd time. Saves me all the time. And I'm like, hey, like, what's <laughs> like what's up? What's going on? And uh, and, they, and I, right away, I'm farming it because I have no idea what's going on. And I'm like, oh, I was like, when's, uh, when's the last time I saw you? Which is something I say a lot to make the connection. And they'll go like, oh, at this concert. I'm like, right. That's our memory, like all whatever. Yeah. Um, and they go um, at the office. And I'm like, holy fuck, I've been to a lot of offices this year. And I'm like, right, right, what's uh, what's going on? And uh, th they could clearly tell that I didn't know who they were. They were starting to make faces. And I was like, guys, I, I don't know who you are. It was my two agents. It was my agents. The people, I, I probably sent them an email last week. And they're like, um, it's your agents? And I was like... Uh, am I fired? Am I like, uh, is this it? Did I just ruin my career? And then my agent's like, you want to know the truth? She's like, I didn't recognize you either. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, thank God. Because I deal with her assistant agent who was there as well, who I guess is her Robbie, who was like, that's Travis. And uh, I was like, I, I had to apologize. Biggest turkey of the year. Like, to be honest, I haven't got a commercial since. But didn't you go get flowers for her or something? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll drop off a Christmas Never gift. Never mind. I thought, I thought you said gift. you were you were I was trying gonna, to yeah. I was gonna smooth it over yourself with that one a little bit. Absolute turkey move. So uh, I'm sure they don't watch this, but if they do, I'm so sorry, and uh, I'll be better. Um, what's your uh, What's your achievement <laughs> and turkey? <laughs> my okay. So I, was, I was just thinking my my turkey is kind of similar in a way. We I just kind of farmed a bit of a relationship, you know, but. Biggest biggest achievement, I think. I don't. I don't think there's just one standout thing for me, but more uh, in general that I'm. I'm kind of moving along a path like that. I want. Like I'm comfortable, you know, doing stuff that I want to do right now with like music and creative work and uh, bartending and with sort of all the. Um, you're doing like, stuff like, finally yeah like like overarching uh, like like everything that I'm doing right now is is kind of what I wanted to be doing keep, so the, it keep the mic centered there, and it, and if, yeah it's good you know like with the music I, I wanted to be doing music I'm doing music 
um, and got things rolling there primarily. I'd How say, you started is the a business? You started a real estate company. Yeah, uh, yeah, dude, it's coming along slowly. Yeah, your achievement is more general. It's the fact that you went from doing nothing to to actually doing things towards your dreams, and I think yeah. that's a massive achievement. You come a long way. Yeah, uh, not but uh, you still fucked up one thing real big. <laughs> <laughs> the turkey. So our friend Tristram got us this gig at Earl's to play. I mean, Travis and I, we've been looking for acoustic gigs to play throughout the city because just it's much easier than having the whole band come out. We show up with two guitars and two microphones and, and we get, get to play and we make a little bit of money as because <laughs> we played so many free shows this past year. Uh, but anyways, our friend set this up for us to play at Earl's and it was it was it was a tap in it was a fucking it was, gimme it was it was a tap in birdie you know and i <laughs> i just let this one slide completely out of my hands but uh tristram sets this meeting up with this woman to you know to coordinate this gig right so i i go in there i meet with her smooze schmooze schmoozer schmooze a little bit you know everything's going well and uh we're like setting up for you know a couple days from now that we're gonna play she gave us two dates in the month yeah she gave us two dates in one month month, and this is a high paying gig and i basically spent the money already because this was such a tap and i was like we got it yeah right and so i'm supposed to negotiate prices with her and I send, I send her a note. She doesn't get back to me until, uh, you know, the night before when she says, okay, yes, that's fine. You, you didn't was, send her just a note. You you were like, we're trying to figure out the decision. And like, like how do we price ourselves? We have no idea. We've never, we've never really yeah, done a lot of Yeah, because people gigs. always just tell us. They tell us what they pay us. So she's like, what do you want to, what do you want to get paid? And that's a tough question. And I give Robbie credit for just being like, no, we ask for something big. You know, let's ask for 450. It's, it's three hours. You know, we're talented. And I was like, I back that. Sent her a 450. I knew that was big, but we thought she was going to negotiate us down. <laughs> yeah, I, I was expecting her to negotiate. And so I, I went in a little high, maybe maybe a little too high. But anyways, <laughs> she didn't get back till the night before. And she's like, okay, yeah, that sounds good since it's last minute. But like moving forward, we might have to negotiate like a different price or whatever. I was like, okay. That's fine, but I'm, I, I, first I called, turkey. I called Trav right after. I was like, "Ask and you shall receive." Yeah, he was like, "I fucking got us four fifty, and I was like, Robbie, you motherfucking gangster! <laughs> like everything's good. Biggest rookie mistake: didn't confirm it right away." Yeah, fuck, I forgot. It was late, and I figured, okay, you know what? I'll just respond to it in the morning. Um, anyways, she emails me back in the morning. Being like, I spoke to our other manager and we've decided we're just going to, it was the same night as the Leafs home opener. So she's like, we've decided we're just going to put the music or the Leafs game on and have the volume for that going Save for the them night. 450 bucks. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so she's like, sorry, we're not going to do tonight and stuff. And so then I got, so I was like, fuck, like, what do I, what do I do then? Because, you know, we both had to book off work. I... I could have been like bartending all afternoon. I had like like big uh, big shift lined up and everything. And so I was trying to figure out what to do. And then I, res- I got some advice telling me that I should send her a note 
be like, that's fine. But ask for a cancellation fee. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, I was thinking about it. I was a little hesitant about it. I was like, what do you mean hesitant? You fired her that email without even asking me. Yeah. Well, you called me after I, you're like, yeah, I just, uh, I just asked for a cancellation fee. I was like, you did what? I was like, are you fucked? Like a cancellation fee? Well, I, I I got some advice being like, I don't like, I, um, yeah, it's saying that you got to treat it like a business and like artists get pushed around too much sometimes, and just ask for it, you know, and you know shoot like shoot your shot. So, anyways, I asked for it and it didn't really sit well with her. And she's like, that's not gonna happen. She's like, ah, oh, that's a big no. Uh, she's like, one, you didn't even confirm the gig, let yeah. alone to get a cancellation fee. She's like, we're gonna go ahead and not pay that. And uh, then she stopped responding. She stopped responding, so I haven't heard from her since. But you know what? (laughs) I spoke to her contact at Earl's and it seems like everything uh, can still, there's there's still opportunity there. We can still smooth it over. Um, I think I just kind of worked it up in my head that um, like to be a little more dramatic than it was since I haven't spoken to her. Well, she, when she told our contact there her side of the story, it was exactly our nightmare. She's like, these fucking guys came and asked for four yeah. fifty, didn't even confirm it, yeah. asked for a cancellation fee. She's like, no, no fucking way. Okay, lesson learned: when someone offers you something, email them right back and confirm it. Yeah. Uh, lesson two: cancellation fees for sure. Ask for it. A, if you've confirmed it. B, if it's like a long-term relationship or something and they really maybe fucked you over. Yeah. Um, but also C, you always have to weigh the cost benefit of getting a cancellation fee versus the future money you can earn by kind of soaking it and getting a few gigs at theirs. You know, say we earned three to 400 bucks for the next couple gigs. Yeah, we didn't get our $100 cancellation fee or whatever, but. It's, it's on my list still. I'm going to fix it. It's, it's going to be okay. We're going to get the gig. It's also, yeah, yeah. And but it, it's also not the biggest deal. Like We could have played like four gigs. Yeah, right now. I like, I, I'm angry about the money I lost. And uh, it's, a, it's a great joke now. Also, I get to rip on Rob all the time. <laughs> like when he cancels on me or when he's late, I ask for a cancellation fee or a late fee. Um, and uh, no, it's not the biggest deal. Like I make huge mistakes all the time, but they only affect me. Um, so this was just funny that affected Robin. We don't give a fuck. Like, well, he'll smooth it over. It's just a good turkey. I remember, but I remember when I went into that meeting on Monday, I called you beforehand. I was like, is there anything you want me to say or anything? You're like, no, man, I completely trust you. Like, you're good with this stuff, right? Do you remember that? Yeah, I was like, I was like, this is good experience for you. Like, this is a a tap in. You could fart this one in. I thought there's no way to fuck this up. And I was yeah. like, get the experience if, book if in the, the gig. wind had blown just a little bit, you know, a the li- ball. The ball would have, yeah. Would have sunk into the hole. Um, good. That's a good turkey, though. Uh, and lesson learned, all you Too Many Jams listeners out there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, let's, um, we'll get that. Uh, It'll let's happen. Go, let's go but, into. Uh, moving on. Um, slang? Slang. Or show, favorite show we did. Favorite show we played, right? Because yes. we're. Uh, famous musicians ourselves. Um, ours are probably mutual. Yeah, I think it was Norris's party at the pilot. Norris, you beauty, I know you're listening right now. Uh, I know that because you're listed as one of our top listeners. Yeah, top <laughs> top three listeners of the year, actually. Um, at least on SoundCloud. I don't know about uh, iTunes. It doesn't give us names on iTunes, but uh, Norris, your party was unreal. Yeah. There was about 150 people there. Everyone was sloshed. 
we got up there like full like classic rock star style and that was probably one of the best concerts that was most fun, fun. I felt- I know, you know we played 20 concerts this year yeah, we played a lot of concerts. So that's and we played big venues, small venues. So we appreciate you, Norris, for having us out. And we, and we hope everyone had a good time. Uh, special mentions were opening up for Ezra Jordan at Supermarket. Yes, that was um, also fantastic. Playing our old frat house again, a, another hundred and fifty person or just drunk, loving the music, vibing along, silly string flying, beer spraying. That was a rough and tumble concert. Love to shout out those boys. That was great. Um, yeah, we had a lot of good ones. You know, playing uh, playing the Brickworks, playing Chill Ice Bar for Tiger. Um, playing other? we played Jenny's event too, which was Jenny's great. Jenny's event was great. Um, hideout or Hideout or Hideaway? Hideout. The Hideout. I think, I think it's Hideout. It was fun. Dude, we played we played Dance Dance Cave, Cave as well. It was dope. Um, we played a lot of shows. Yeah. In the last six yeah. months too. So a lot. Um, Let's go to our favorite uh, slangs or sayings. Okay. You've heard a couple already. Farmed. Yeah, it's always a good one. Farm just means you fucked it up. Like, you farmed it. If you watch The Illusion on Instagram, uh, he's like the surfer guy that's like, coming in from Spaceship Earth. It's The <laughs> Illusion. And he gives himself a bowl cut. And he, like, clips one hair wrong. And he's like, as you can see, I kind of fucking farmed it over here. Uh, that's a good one. Gassed. We wrote a song about it when uh, a girl just gasses you, or a guy, I guess. Or for, just anything. You get gassed. Or yeah. like the girl at Earl's gassed us. <laughs> yeah, like she won't respond to my emails. She's gassing my emails. Um, Famous. Our band name, John Famous, actually comes from a slang that we used to say, like for like anything fame-inducing, like if we were to do a photo shoot <laughs> or get in a commercial or or like do anything. It's like uh, basically getting famous. Yeah. Um, shoot, shoot a famous. Shoot a famous is basically just a photo shoot. Um, I gotta have a little credit shout out to Gobesy there. Shout out to Gobes. Uh, dead ass, love that one. It's from it. It's from. Uh, I don't actually use that. We don't use. I kind of use it. Um, it's from a YouTube video where it's like this like fourteen year old kid who's like, Maddie fucking smokes on YouTube, <laughs> and he's like dead ass dude. This is like I got the biggest heady right now and. Uh, He's like, what? It's your boy, Matty fucking smokes up in the building. Uh, so a lot of energy there. Partrons. Partrons is hilarious. So the good life that we work out at, <laughs> into the into the parking lot, they put up this sign. Like, th- this had to be about a year ago that they put up this sign. And there's, uh, like, leaving into the parking lot. And on it. They use the word, I forget what the message is on it or something. It's like all parking lot patrons or all good life patrons yeah, must they, do X or like. Yeah, they, they use the word patrons, except they got these new signs printed and the <laughs> the guy who printed the signs completely farmed it and he put patrons on it <laughs> with an R. R. It's ridiculous. And then they, they sharpied the R out. They yeah. didn't even get a new sign. Yeah, I was like, am I the only one noticing this? And then I pointed it out to... Trav and Kristen like a couple weeks ago and now we can't stop saying patrons. <laughs> um uh we also say bread a lot all ironically, but bread, you know, is our slang word for working out, not even for getting money. Because no. Robbie, Kristen and I are workout uh buddies and for some reason get this bread w- this was not about uh money for us, it was about working out. So now 
anytime we work out the messages and like you want to work out like a group message will come through and it'll just be grain question mark <laughs> let's go, acquire this uh, fetch a couple bagels fetch a couple bagels uh, and i'll be like i can get a baguette right now <laughs> um bread grain wheat yeast yeet yeet this wheat um acquire gluten um that's our slang for working out what's uh what's some of our resolutions for 2019 resolutions i'm gonna say i just want to be more whoa whoa that was loud <laughs> i'm gonna be more of a doer in the new year a fin a doer and a finisher a dozer a dozer <laughs> i like that <laughs> robbie's a dozer dude I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna be a dozer you definitely robbie is a struggling the hardest with completing tasks he'll start 10 he'll he'll nudge 10 forward a little bit not a finisher yeah so that's gonna be your 2019 yeah it's gonna 2019 so it's safe finisher. to say uh robbie's gonna finish all over 2019 <laughs> <laughs> let's go <laughs> i like that uh. and for you <laughs> hey. Resolutions for you. Um, I want to be more consistent. I don't really like resolutions. Um, I hate resolutions mainly because my gym gets so busy in January and all these fucking pigeons. Uh, that's a spitting chiclet slang as well that I wanted what to bring up for people. Pigeons are just like, like, like bottom feeders, like. Uh, they use it in the NHL for the people around the net that just pick up the trash or like fans that are annoying. Um, all these pigeons like come that. in in January and they're like, I want to get fit. And I'm like, get off the bench press. I'm like, fuck you. I've been doing this for three years. Like, yeah. you're going to be gone in a week. Um, but you know what's nice about, you know what's nice about our schedule is that, is that we can go midday when no one's there, when everyone else is at, if by their no full-time jobs. <laughs> if, you, if by no one you mean the entire, well, the good life we work out is in a school. It's at Mount Pleasant and uh, Davisville, and there's a school in the same building, and they have their gym classes in the workout room. Uh, holy fuck that! I'm burping away here. So there's a bunch of oh, preteen yeah. kids in there. When we're working out, one they stink. Two they fucking stink. Three there, there's a hundred of them running around. I, it, but you know what? I'll compliment them on one thing. They've got very entertaining locker room oh, chatter. The banter. The banter is great. I feel it makes me feel young again. Yeah, you know what? I'm complaining too much here. That's not but also the it also deal. makes me think. I'm like, I hope I wasn't that much of a loser. And you know what it is? Everyone talks about how nice it was being young, and I look at these kids. And I am so happy I'm not that age again. Yeah. They're awkward. One kid's got a beard, and his buddy hasn't even got pubic hair yet. And I'm like, wow, what a weird time to be alive. Like when like there's such different development, and they're talking about like their problems and stuff like that, like being grounded. And I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> the best age was like 19 years old when you were moved out and you were still stupid. But you were an adult enough that you could like do whatever you want in university, and you had pubes. So like it wasn't like your buddy had pubes and you didn't or something. So also, can I just say one thing? This couch we're sitting on right now sucks shit. Is heavily <laughs> sunk in. This is how we're sitting right. Now. We're sitting like in a V right now. 
Yeah, it's um, but also uh, like slanting forward. So you know what? I find it comfortable. It uh, if you're questioning my posture. It's not me. It's it the forces couch. you to sit like a fucking slob. Like I, I'm at a 45 degree angle backwards right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Okay. I'm like also a 45 degree angle sideways. <laughs> it angles. It angles towards the center of the couch and forward, so our butts are touching. We're, <laughs> we're like we're like in a half pipe right couple now. Couple, couple <laughs> butt touchers. Um, what were we talking about? The good life. Oh yeah, I don't like resolutions because. Um, all the pigeons All the pigeons And their, their resolutions Like I'm gonna give up drinking And fucking Or like whatever it is And then like January 20th comes along And they like uh, They break it all And uh, and I don't wanna be like I don't like Being a Yeah part like of that. Oh, I'm gonna give up drinking The whole month You know And then I've You know I've read some articles About that too How it just is Honestly it promotes you To drink more In the following months too, how it's like it really doesn't like cure your health in any way. No, it's, it's just like be mo- like have some moderation. Yeah, just have self control. You don't need New Year's to to yeah. nail it. Um, Ben yeah. is a big proponent of that, and he actually fired us up for December. He's like, I want to go into 2019 swinging. He's like, I want to I want to already be running. I want to have a great December so that 2019 is not like. A, a time when I start stuff So we had a great December We've been crushing it mm. um, Speaking of that I So tr- With Travis and Ben I didn't get a bunch of tasks done Oh yeah That I said I was gonna set out to do um, Like two well, weeks ago Can I preface it that yeah. We still do our accountability call Ben, Robbie and I Every Sunday We get on the phone We set out our tasks For the week and uh, we talk about what happened last week if we did or didn't meet it. And we used to have a financial penalty if you didn't meet it. Like you'd put 50 bucks into the pot and we'd invest it in some like risky stock. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, <clears throat> I really need that money. And I'm also not financially <laughs> motivated. So uh, spending 50 bucks wasn't like enough of a motivator. So yeah. we set um, creative punishments now. Stuff like, what are you most afraid of? Uh, Robbie was like really afraid of doing like an open mic poetry slam. So that was his punishment one week. <laughs> um, I, I suck at cardio. So I set 10K. I have to run a 10K on the treadmill. And uh, Robbie one week set yeah. the, the 10K as well as one year. It, it was last week or the week prior. I set the 10K as my punishment and I didn't do what I set out to do. So I hopped on the treadmill. Treadmill, dude. Tre- treadmill. I treadmill. I can't, I can't fix it. Sorry. <laughs> you, you, you say treadmill a hundred times a year, and every time I'm like, mill? Treadmill, <laughs> mill? Um, so I hopped on the treadmill two days ago. It's meal. I'm just, <laughs> just fuck. I wish it was a fucking meal that I could. <laughs> <laughs> nice if it was a treadmill. Uh, so I hopped on it. Well, I mean, okay, for starters, uh, if you know, if it wasn't winter time, I'd be outdoors running because the, you know I would just run five k from home and be like, "Hey, I'm far enough away now that like the only way to get back is I have to run back," and it's not so much of a mental battle. But it's winter time here, and it was kind of cold out, so I was like, "I'll just go to the Good Life." I went to the Good Life, and I got on there, and ten kilometers is equal to six point two one miles which is what the the treadmills are measured in. And it was a fucking 
battle. It's like we'll, we'll go to the gym. You had and to we'll set do... a certain speed as well. You couldn't just like walk it out. It was ten yeah. k nonstop. You had to torture yourself. Um, if you walked ever, it didn't count towards your ten kilometers. But you couldn't stop. You could walk if you needed to catch your breath. But that walking time didn't count towards your ten k. And it was a battle, like a total. You know, more physically. I you know I, I like to think if you know for the past for the past little while I've I've liked to think that you know I'm fairly active um, you know athletic individual that you know five k ten k I could do that just hop, hop into it right yeah and I I can't remember the last time I ran that long but on the treadmill it took me about about an hour like just over an hour and it was just as much a mental battle as it was physically great punishment um can i also note that you didn't meet your weekly goals when it was the uh poetry slam <laughs> yeah, punishment still, so you have to, have to do that you too. have to do a poetry slam i have to do i uh, for two weeks i have two weeks where i didn't meet my goals as well but to be to be fucking fair to myself those weeks i sent that i set a thousand goals i always do this i over goal um and i ended up having to run a 10k and i also have to cold call a real estate firm mm -hmm. um, for our real estate photography business as a punishment. The way you explained your 10K, I don't know if I can do what you did. You ran a 10K at seven miles an hour the whole time. Yeah. You pushed through every bit of pain. Your your legs are now hurt. You have a hurt ankle. My you body is aching right now. I think I've got a bit of a foot like permanent cramp or something. I don't know. <laughs> I had to I had to pop a Tylenol this morning. Like, like Good punishment fuck. though. That that really took its toll on me. It, it it was like it was like every every mile I got because we'll go to the gym and we'll warm up with like a mile run. Yeah, mile warm up. You know, and it'll, it'll take about seven or eight minutes or so. Yeah, and um, it's like you get to the first mile and you're like, there's five more of these to go, and you're just standing there. It's like, how do I kill this time quickly? I run Other a mile than, at seven for my warm up, and by the end, I never want to run again. <laughs> right. And, and you, you have, have to do five more of those? To, it, dude, it was insanity. I'm so scared. Um, yeah. And also, our punishment this week, if we don't set our goals, is we have to take ice showers for the whole week. We can't use heat when we shower, and we have to shower a minimum three times. Um, I, let's just say I set a very reasonable amount of goals this week, and I plan to achieve them. <laughs> um, so if, it, if it's doing anything, it's actually honing in our ability to set the proper amount of goals. Um, but let's keep moving. We're uh, deep in this epi. Let's let's get into what we've accomplished this year as a fucking podcast, baby. Season one is done. We have stats. I'm talking statistics. I'm, I'm talking, talking numbers. I'm, I'm talking, talking what's it when it's a bunch of digits from different areas. Stats. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did it. We did a full year. This is the end of season one. Um, and I have to say... The podcast is responsible for almost all the major improvement in our lives this year. Yeah. So let's let's get to it. Let's first talk about. The, should should the, we give the number? The, the number first. Okay. Statistics from 2018. Number of episodes. 26. Total number of plays as of right now. When I just checked. 5,974. You could have very easily said 6,000 there, I think. 6,000. I think... Uh, you know, I didn't... 5,000. I'm, I'm going to honest. 995. It's a little more suspenseful. Point eight. I, I don't know. Um, top five countries. We had number one, Canada. Number two... Shocker. 
<laughs> United States. Shocker. Number three, United Kingdom. Bing bong. Number four, Australia. Good idea. And number five, can any of you guess what, uh, what number five would have been? Indonesia. Bing bong bang. <laughs> uh, we also, like, can we pull up the list? Yeah. We're in a lot of countries. It's, uh, like, it's kind of weird. Like 50 or 60. And like here, and you know what? The top five cities I'll just go through quickly were Toronto, London, Ontario, Ontario. <laughs> North York. That's, That's a, a city? city. I don't know. It's listed on SoundCloud as a city. What up, North York? Americans, they don't know geography of the, of Toronto, uh, Montreal, and Mountain View. Mountain View, California. But but big shout outs. Uh, let's pull up the list. Um, a lot of unique places uh, we were in. Okay. Oh, okay, countries. Let's go down. Let's go down. No, no, no. Hold on. Go up. Go up there a little bit. These are these are countries that we have significant plays in. Go up a bit more. Yeah. Mexico, Austria, Ireland, Vietnam, Germany, Thailand, Turkey, Greece, Netherlands, Ecuador, France, Peru. These are all like we're not just talking United like one Am or two. Arab Emirates, Emirates, Japan, Colombia, Russia, Singapore, Israel, Br Brazil, Panama, New Zealand, Barbados, Republic of Korea. Is that North? Ghana, South Africa, Egypt, Korea. No, I'm French oh. Guiana. Algeria, Kazakhstan, Guatemala. This is my wife. Um, <laughs> this is. <laughs> it's, it's insane, it's man. It's weird. It's weird. So, um, big shout out. We first of all want to say thank you. Thank you to all our listeners. We've done there. no promotion other than word of mouth. I mean, like, yeah, we, we did some giveaways, but we now, do some like posts on Facebook and stuff. But literally, nothing I'm talking too insane. The bare minimum. This is all from word of mouth. Uh, listeners, people uh, getting getting. Uh, we have an amazing ratings on iTunes, so I'm sure we've been on some lists on iTunes and stuff like that. We get a consistent um, average of 230 listens per episode, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you consider that they're an hour and a half sagas sometimes, yeah. um, that is amazing. And the the amount of hours listened and the amount of devices, thank you, because um, it means a lot. And I, I want to say like the story of the season one was figuring our lives out like as robbie said it was an accountability project we we were in a dark place we didn't know who we were what we wanted to be and we just we weren't achieving anything and we set out we made a commitment as a as an exercise and as a commitment to figure out who we wanted to become and that was the theme of season one talk to a bunch of people listen to all the jams and figure out what jam was right for for us and listen to sort of the advice and lessons that they had to offer and i have to say it was a total success like i'm looking at my list here um we basically in season one figured out who we were who we want to be we know we wanted to be musicians it was the one career that encompassed all of our passions and our dream. And as Gary Vee said, if you're good at something you like, not great at something you love, if you're good at something you like, tunnel vision. Tunnel vision. Uh, and we're good at the podcast, we're good at music, and we're good at the creative. So that's what we're doing. We're we focus on that. Um, things we achieved. So we started a band. We played, what, 20 plus shows this summer? Yeah. We shot a music video. We recorded uh, our first single. Um, we, Robbie and I started a real estate photography company. I dug Wrist and Rye out of the dirt. Uh, shout out Wrist and Rye. We got on um, a Maple Leaf recently. Wow, we've sold a couple hundred bracelets this year. Toronto Maple Leaf. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Sick. We got bracelets on the Maple Leaf. Um, we, uh, we kept our podcast commitment. We, we figured out, Robbie, as he said, his biggest achievement was just becoming someone who's doing the things he loves he went from doing almost nothing towards his dreams to being somebody who consistently works on his dreams 
um, yeah, we in the last six months we started a band. We chose our band name. We played all those shows. Like that was huge, and we now know who we want to be. So season one, let's wrap it up with a little scroll through all the highlights all the of the episodes before yeah. we talk about what we're gonna do in season two. Cool. Um, it starts out with the intro, which has a huge number of listens. People really liked it. Yeah, we got the into. Intro. Remember when we recorded that too? It was, we had no idea what we were doing, and we recorded maybe three different versions of the introduction. Yeah, and then we like spliced it all together to, to like fit the way that we wanted. And now it's nice now that we don't ha- that we have it down to more of a process and uh, sort of more of like a clear clear goal oh my god like like goal in mind for what we want to accomplish throughout the episodes and how everything's going to run smoothly so that we don't have to go back through and edit a bunch of nonsense out of it because it is so time consuming i thought at first when we did that intro we recorded as i said three or four different versions of of the 45 minute podcast like front to back the same stories the same everything and we spliced it together it took six seven eight hours of work and I was like if this is every podcast I was like we're do not doing this yeah, yeah. and then podcast uh, two was or two and three was, or episode one and two I guess because the intro didn't count was about condos about renting we learned a lot about putting together a plan getting your family to help you out taking advantage of whatever advantages you have and if not um, uh, creating a plan around them and a lot of people have given us good feedback uh, about them finding their own places which was amazing and you know we kind of deviated from the original sort of set out plan at the beginning in terms of like topics that we're going to cover and stuff and just sort of uh, focused like switched over to focusing more on chatting with people who are doing these things and getting their story and you know kind of lessons that you can learn from that so i mean it the podcast sort of came into its own by by the end of the season, yeah. Which was kind of which was kind of nice, and you know, it all it took was just us. Uh, like we had no idea where it was going to go, but it just you know, getting it started and being being consistent with with it helps you doer, f- yeah. figure it out. That's along the only way you figure it out. So. If, if if we were to just sit there and think about doing it, we'd never do it. Um, so let's go through the highlights. Uh, we had Ben on early, letting go of the outcomes. Ben, powerful, absolute guy. stud. Yeah, he's always got the best stuff good advice he's a guy constantly working on himself and and working on um <clears throat> motivational messages and and life design so he always has yeah. some good stuff if there is if there is a captain of the of the uh too many jams hockey team <laughs> it would be ben georgievich ben, ben we name you captain of the podcast <laughs> yeah that's uh, a big moment a lot of congratulations um yeah. we had chris fall us on early with his into the wild podcast spending uh, almost over a year and a half in South American countries, fully immersed, guerrilla warfare style. Uh, a guy just as lost as we were that just took off, figured it out, and now he's in Australia. He's uh, living in a van with his girlfriend. We talk all the time. He's such a lad. Um, that was such a fun episode, just hearing about what it was like. Um, Sorry for the sh- brief interruption. Yeah, brief interruption. We just got a- another offer for a gig uh, let's go money blop let's uh, go <laughs> our just be better episode where robbie and i finally figured out what mentality is one of the biggest shifts in our productivity in 2018 was learning about mentality that that all the things in our life are under under our control our body our mind um everything can be rewired and it is and all of our issues were from fundamental uh 
issues in our head. Mentality was huge. Recommend that one. We got drunk on Pod Smashed. We had a couple girls on to talk about Tinder dating hookups. One of our that was good top episodes. Johnny Drinks came on. You know, talk, talk to this palateless freak about wine and <laughs> and how to hone in that palate. Blake Fly. Appreciation. Um, appreciation was fantastic. Really cool message from Blake Fly about uh, reaching out and stuff like that. And and we'll actually get into our favorite uh, fan uh, reach outs back to us. And a lot of them quote the Blake Fly episode as the reason that they thought to reach out to us or connect. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of good feedback on that. Cool stories with Blake Fly. Yeah, if you haven't listened to that, you know he's got a lot of. Um, he's, he's got some neat stories about his whole sort of philosophy and appreciation and it's worth hearing because it could and he got married this year congrats dab on that uh, Smeaton oh always yes chatty Kathy always lots of stories he, lots of stories and also he was talking about wanting to work in the event space and all the stuff he's done and now he's uh, I don't know what his exact job is but he's working for a loud luxury as some sort of tour management assistant role something like I don't really I'm not he, I haven't talked to him but that's a big role he got to go to Vegas this year with them and, and uh, swing his uh, fat weenie around like he <laughs> likes to do. Um, Shine Eli. No, episode, episode 10 was when we f- uh, was about famous um, when we finally you know committed to being musicians was about episode 10, not too far in, yeah. when we figured out a little bit about what we wanted to be. Eli, also another great story. One of our close buddies who runs this company called Shine the Light On and it's all about mental health. He's killing it, by the way. He's doing um, extremely we well. We got to check back in with him. His company's doing so well. He's working with all these famous artists. If you ever see Robbie and I at cool stuff, like meeting Billy Talent, uh, Chris Hadfield. Yeah, in VIP sections, it's most likely because Eli got his passes to go there. He's Yeah, so his company's doing fantastic. He's getting on all these celebrities. Um, so big shout out to Eli. Justin. Kristen. Oh, Justin, sorry. Justin was good. Justin was great because a lot of guys um, identified with his path of just being like a beauty, yeah, drinking beers and like being social. And you know, you know, it was I got a good story about this. Also, was that some of my buddies actually ended up because we Justin at the time was looking for a beer rep in Toronto, and some of my buddies actually ended up reaching out to Justin because we put his contact info. So we used he used it as a bit of a plug, to, you know, to find some guys my age looking for jobs that are sort of cool and, you know, would fit the role and ended up reaching out to him uh, afterwards and, like, talking about the job. And I, I don't know if the anything, like, what materialized from that. but And also they just loved him. He's, he's honestly one of the best lads on the yeah. planet. Uh, Kristen, so many compliments about Kristen all the time. She's a fantastic speaker. And, Everyone falls in love with her. And she's just, she's so open about everything and she provides great advice. And I, for all the guys that reach out about Kristen, um, uh, I'm sorry to let your love uh, wither and die. She's got a boyfriend. <laughs> um, you know, it looks like it's going really well. So, uh, you know, maybe just fall in love uh, you, or, or put that love in a, in a cabinet for now. Or just um, put that love into your uh, your headphones and you can... <laughs> yeah, and just fall in love with her voice. Yeah. Um, she's been on a few times. She'd definitely be a big assistant captain. Uh, Joey Gaulish. Holy shit. I really like that episode. One of my favorites, only because um, it was just like... It, it was the right words at the right time. Robbie and I had the mentality stuff down. We knew what we wanted to be, but we were still struggling um, with one component, and that was the identity component. The fact that we weren't committed to our identity and like sure focus on what we wanted to be. And his words, 
honed us in, and uh, I don't think I've been the same since. So big shout out to him. Yeah, Joey, good lad, good lad. Harry Dearden, that was a what good a cool story. story. Yeah, and that was also a fun interview. You know, we spent the afternoon on his back patio with Rico, with the Puerto his Rican cute rescue dog. dog Rico, having a beer. And Harry, chatting cool story. About his... He's got a great app. Another mental health advocate. Shout out Harry for a great epi. Uh, Ezra Jordan and Lucas. This was this was a good relationship that we formed this year. Uh, shout out to both those guys. Both really good dudes and have been extremely helpful. Lucas, um, we're like we're playing a show at Tironi tonight. Um, or Lucas books not, us at, tr- not, at not, Yeah, maybe not tonight when you're listening, but tonight as in the day uh we as recorded in we're recording this. this on wednesday the fucking yeah but anyways uh and 12th. you know ezra fantastic artist himself it was a cool episode to hear these guys and, and and how they work together ezra i think he hit two million streams this year uh we opened up for him at supermarket he's so talented we saw him play live at the x as well on the main stage uh they're such nice guys they're talented they make great music so check them out it was a good episode too ben and Kristen we had again. on again because they were so highly um you know talked about oh uh, Bre- uh, brendan's brendan Ger- was cool yeah brendan the journey to digital nomadism what a killer episode so much feedback off that he fired people up he's now living and working in mexico just like he said talk about a guy who says he's going to do something and does it um, shout out to Brendan for that episode working remotely in Mexico like an absolute savage <laughs> Scooter Scott Goodwin love him um, gave us an inside look into music production how to make an album uh, a little a little bit of the technical talk there uh, I got a lot of weird reach outs just of people being like whoa like uh, that's not the world I'm in at all but I loved hearing about it so yeah um, big shout out to him for also playing with our band when we when we on our basis was out of thank town thank you Scott and for letting us practice with him in the basement. Uh, all these people I'm sure we're going to have on again, like like Pearl. Like, the Pearl, yeah. He was on again. He's he was, be, yeah, you'll be hearing from him again. He's going to be on our Christmas episode. He's an absolute lad. He's listened to every episode. Yeah, he's one of our loyal listeners. You know, top in three. Fact, yeah. For sure, probably. So Shout out to you, Pearl. Thanks for being a good Thank lad. You. We had a fun partying at the Gang of Youth concert the other day. Um, and uh, thanks for coming on our, our surprise Christmas episode. That's not a surprise anymore. And then last but not least, Mr. Mark Stanuitz. Uh, that was that was fun. It's, it's always fun hanging with Mark. You know, he's just sorry. What was his last name again? Stanush. Yeah, <laughs> I, you, I farmed that in the episode and right here. Listen to episode twenty four. Listen to Robbie absolutely absolutely farm his last Stan-yush. name. and he just lit it up again. Stanuitz, um, not <laughs> his last name. Yeah. Um, congrats him on the baby. Congrats on the amazing job. Uh, the episode was so enjoyable for us to catch up. It was so fun, yeah. His philosophy about basically backing himself into a corner and, and fighting his way out is something that Robbie and I are going to apply. Um, so what a good recap of all the episodes. Um, and what a good year, Roberto. We've learned so much. Great year. Great year. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Cones. Um, now let's talk about season Two. What's what's coming up? What's on the horizon? For okay. Season two, Trev. Let me take a look here. Okay, so season two, season one was about us figuring out what to do. What do? We, who are we? Like that was our biggest. We're scared. I was twenty five. Rob's twenty six. Or sorry, I was twenty six. Rob's twenty five. <laughs> and we didn't know who we were. And that's what season one was about. Now we have a foundation. We know who we are. We know what we want to become. When Joey said. The identity that people want to collaborate with the most and and all that, 
it's this us as as rock stars as podcast people is the identity we get the most feedback from we get the uh the most like people wanting to collaborate and work with us and and it's just like it makes us feel so good and we know we want to do it so season two is not who we want to become anymore it's going to be about the journey to becoming famous um we're going our to, band our band is john famous the podcast is also uh as if you know what the the slang of famous means it's another famous activity did you spill your beer nope nope yep. <laughs> <laughs> fell over but didn't spill that a boy um, so this is going to be the path to famous. So what we're going to do in season two is we're going to have video now. I'm sure we're going to, just like our first intro episode last year that, that we got better from, I'm sure we'll figure out a better way to do video. We don't know how we're going to do it with guests. Some guests don't want to be on video. So we're going to figure it out. We'll figure it out. If we'll you're be, on the show, you're going to be on video. Get used to it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so video is a big thing we want to add in. We're because going, the lineup is so long for everyone who yeah, wants yeah. to be on the show. Yeah. Um, we're going to have... Now what we're going to do is because it's a journey oh, now... On. I need to put my... I'm getting hot here. Yeah. Uh, also, we have lights on us because of the video and we're getting very warm. I take my shirt off, but I only have one fucking shirt on. So I'll just keep talking here. I got my, so, par- I got my party, sh- I got my party shirt on. Um, so we're adding video and we're going to add every week podcast now. We're going to continue. Weekly. We're going to continue with our bi-weekly um, storyline of you know talking to cool people, recapping about what we've learned and stuff like that. But we're going to add in weekly our journey. Now that we're set on becoming famous um, in the new year and we know who we are and, and, and what life's about for us, we're going to record the journey going from uh, at this point, which is zero, like we have a foundation set up. We did all the hard work setting up our foundation as musicians, but in the eyes of the music world, we are at zero right now, and we're going to take that all the way to famous. And you're going to hear our progression through becoming famous. And uh, I think it's going to be a really cool storyline to to highlight. You know, this is this is what we did here. This is how we got signed here. Or this is how we got this done, and and that's going to be awesome. So. We're going to just keep growing that. Uh, the podcast, we're going to have um, hopefully some marketing next year. So we're actually going to market the cast finally. We'll do... Yeah, we want to we want to expand our audience for sure in the podcast, you know, because like it's, you know, we, we made it through the first year and our, our goal was set up. We're going to... Survive. We're, we're going to survive. We're going we're gonna to make, make this happen and, you know, reevaluate at the end of the year. Feel like and so if, if we're gonna if we're gonna continue on this path we we gotta step up our game a little bit which is why we're gonna add in the video feature also the extra episode per week and uh we we just we want to expand our audience so um whether that's through marketing or through um you know more sort of high profile getting, guests getting our or, guests to actually share as well us posting on social media yeah we're gonna try we're gonna put some more effort into it so that uh you know everyone reaching out to benefits essentially yeah like we want honestly so let's talk about i'm going to talk about right now um my highlight we got a lot of feedback of this for this podcast of one either they're entertained or two it actually benefited them which is what we want like we wanted to not only figure our lives out but we were hoping that the information we collect helps people to be better themselves and i'm going to read my highlight uh, of a girl and I won't say her name but you obviously know who you are who sent a message in that I loved and basically she said 
Hey, Trav. Uh, I've been commuting to Brampton the last couple of weeks, interviewing for a job with the city. The commute was getting to me, and the only podcast I had downloaded on my phone was Too Many Jams. Within two weeks, I had listened to all eight episodes. This was obviously earlier in the year. Um, it gave me a lot of mo- motivation to pick my ass up and go to the interviews. I ended up being offered a better job than the one I applied for. Um, the last episode I listened to was the appreciation episode with Blake Fly, so I thought I'd extend a thanks. Thanks for the listen and the motivation to do the sick things, to do sick things always. And now that I have the job, I hope that you keep doing a podcast so I have something to listen to on my commute. Fucking right. Like I like that a lot. Just the fact that the we said at this podcast we're recording this for for that exact reason and even if one person got helped out by it it'd be worth worthwhile so that was that was one person of many that have reached out and said it's helped them in some way yeah um even if it's just making a commute better that's what we're that's why we're going to try to add in on christmas we're dropping another pod smashed funny stories when we say we're going to put out weekly stuff, it's going to force us to add in more funny, just stupid stories. Turkeys. Yeah. Stories. So anything we, that's sort of relevant throughout the week. We're going so. to en- entertain. We're going to hopefully educate with the guests spitting their knowledge. And we're going to tell the story of two guys that just want to get famous. And uh, hopefully by the end of year two, uh, just like the end of year one when we achieved our goals, by the end of year two, we're going to – we have our uh, goals for 2019 – uh, it's basically we want to drop our so we've shot a music video as I said we're going to launch our band officially we're going to have our social media accounts up we're going to have our music video launch we're going to launch a three song EP with the music video at least at um, least three songs we want to uh, sh- uh, get like basically we want to get famous so we want to hit 100,000 streams on Spotify next year we want to get one of our songs on the radio uh, we want to with all the effort we're going to put the podcast, we want to at, at least double, and uh, we our goal is to quadruple our podcast statistics. Um, we want to, so as I said, we want to get mainstream attention to the podcast. You know, whether it's a blog, a reach, uh, a reach out, or a collaboration with a big podcast that's mainstream, uh, something to bring us into the mainstream spotlight there, and hopefully mainstream with the band. We want to get uh, either signed or or uh, hooked up with. Um, uh, I'm not signed I don't know what the word is but basically we want to shop around our music so that we can open up for a big band at a big venue Yeah, we want to play big shows all well, summer we want to play more shows get the band going take it to the next level and I think that's sort of all inclusive of what Trav just stated there with those goals so and we big year ahead out. we want to move out Oh, and move out too yeah as you can see we're in my lovely basement right now with, with this backdrop um we want to move out uh, 2019 is a year and it's going to happen soon enough. 2019 is a year. 2018 was a good one. 2019, let's ring it in. And uh, I think we want to get back to California as well at least once. That was at such a fun once, trip. At least once. If you follow us on social media, we just put up some flashback memories from our Cali trip. Especially when I ate shit doing Robbie that backflip. ate <laughs> absolute shit. I love, I love that you sent it into some accounts too. I sent it into Barstool Sports, Drilled, which is an account of people dying. <laughs> um, I sent it into Kook Slams, Jerry of the Day, um, Ridiculousness. Uh, hopefully that gets picked up. But I w- Ben sent us a video, and shout out to Ben. It was this time last year, maybe 10 days ago. We were in LA sitting on the beach with Ben. We just had a couple hour conversation laying out our year ahead. 
setting setting this accountability group up and just realizing that we want more from life and we weren't going to stop till we got it um fuck we had we had a good year man a lot of memories a lot of a good lot. times and you know what we'll uh we'll do a better job and i th- i think the weekly episodes will help with this also but in the, for 2019 we'll do a better job um keeping track of all sort of the stuff that we just listened so you know so when we do recaps like maybe throughout the year or at the end of the year next year we'll we'll be able to like sort of uh, like have more access and be able to think of everything much you know yeah uh, well, much more essentially I, I think just just more more effort into it as well like yeah um i just uh i'm starting to write down podcast notes and stuff like that like funny jokes like we'll we'll start to like what I, we fuck up a lot like turkeys and like fuck ups and funny stories mm-hmm. i have a hundred of them uh the one we're gonna drop on christmas the little little uh bonus christmas present for you all and for the jews out there um mid hanukkah surprise <laughs> uh it's it's a funny story and we have so <laughs> no many. it's no hanukkah's over right uh <laughs> late hanukkah after party hanukkah's over hanukkah's over yeah oh um nice <laughs> <laughs> so i think that's about it you got anything else you want to say uh i i do want to say um instagram if you're listening your algorithm sucks shit dick um you force me to accidentally like the same person's photo or, or same person's last like three or four photos and um, it's causing a lot of unrest out there because people think I'm just going deep in their profile liking three or four photos, but it's like the algorithm spitting it out. And I'm getting like DMs from uh, from from people, like maybe girls that I follow that are like, hey, like you've been liking my stuff. and Really? Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, they're just like, like what's up? And That's face blindness. You know, don't blame Instagram for... <laughs> What do you mean? Face blindness. It's it's it, Instagram. So when I'm on Instagram, I spread the fucking love. If I see your photo, I'm giving it a like and maybe even a comment. But most likely, I'm just tapping it and I'm going through and I'm like, it's free for me to give it to you. And I, I like anything almost my friends do. Like unless it's unless yeah. it's something egregious. I'm Be sent- supportive. Yes, but the problem is, is liking every photo. It when Instagram algorithm will put out in one scroll uh, through the Instagram when I'm sitting there for ten minutes, I'll like someone's last three or four photos mm. and i guess um i guess other people take note of that and they like they make sure not to do it but you're fucking me up uh also something i was thinking about the other day when i was at the gym that i wanted to uh sprinkle into the cast yeah um i was wondering i was like i was working out with Kristen, and we were, we were talking about how she's getting calluses now on her hands right <laughs> and okay I was like, oh, like, you know, I feel bad for your boyfriend, like the rough handies he's going to get now. You know what I mean? And I started to think about it and I was like, wait, like I have calluses and I give myself handies all the time. Like a guy like that jerks off sometimes. (laughs) And I was thinking about it. I was like, do calluses make for better handies or worse handies? And uh, I was thinking, like, either workout girls, like those, like, muscly girls yeah. on the internet that, like, we're like, oh, like, I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. Like, that's insane. Callous hands and jacked probably give the absolute best handies of all time. Think about the grip strength. Think about the callus for extra extra texture. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know about that. 
Uh, just something I was thinking about at the gym the other day. I was sitting there for five minutes. I think it's hitting the right spots. I think it's no. It's, I think it's more knowledge than uh, than grip, just pure grip, attributes. <laughs> grip strength <laughs> and. Yeah. Um, this is a little inside look into what I think about when I'm sitting at the gym. If you see me lifting weights and I'm and I'm just staring thinking about, off, I'm thinking about how good workout girl's handy, handy is going to be. To be honest, I haven't got a handy in forever. OTP, no, like at least zero on the board for for uh, 2018. So I just want to leave you guys with that tidbit. Um, that was a fun epi, Rob. Uh, cheers to. Cheers to 2019. And uh, I guess we'll see you next. Next Tuesday. Adios. Adios. Hey, baby. Now, can you tell me one thing? What's a tall, smart, pretty young thing like myself doing without your number, girl? Is it all all right now? That night with your game Gonna burn your life out If you keep playing with your flame I tried to take you out But you wouldn't take me back I'd say I love you now To get the monkey off my back See you standing there